Hello and welcome to the Uncle Jimbo Sideshow Shut-In Series. <clears throat> Hey, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Uncle Jimbo Sideshow Shut-In Series. It's where we're going to be talking to people who are shut in thanks to the lovely COVID-19 quote-unquote outbreak. Uh, today we've got Jen Hurley of Tiger's Moon, which is tigersmoon.com. Uh, be sure to stay tuned uh, after the show for links and all that good stuff. And um, Otherwise, enjoy the episode. It's uh, Jen is a wonderful artist. She does things with pottery and fire and all that fun stuff. So, without further ado, here's the episode. See you on the other side. Hey, everybody. I'd like to welcome Jen Hurley with Tiger's Moon. Hello. Jen, is, uh, you're, you're in Catawba County. I'm not exactly sure. You're Bethlehem, actually, is that right? Alexander County. Alexander Bethlehem. County. Wow, you're Bethlehem really far out this, then. Yeah, Bethlehem is this weird little place between well, what people think of it as Alexander County and Catawba County. But we're just on the uh, Alexander side of the line. Ah, you're close enough. Yeah, yeah. but everything we there's nothing in Bethlehem. I hate to say, except for a couple of us artists in, with studios, so we end up heading into uh, Hickory for everything. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I think we've driven through Bethlehem a couple of times, but we're we're still pretty new to the area, so we haven't gotten out too too much. Yeah. But, well, we'll have to go check it out and um, maybe meet some artists once all this COVID garbage dies down. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few in the area, and it's getting a little more more popular. Yeah, yeah, and I've actually I've seen that um, there there are more artists in the area than I expected there to be, um, and then the more we're here, the more we do see, and the more you know, I, I'm I'm really excited about that because there does there seems to be a, a lot larger art movement here than um, than I expected. So yeah, the, it really is. The movement around here is quiet but fierce in a strange way. <laughs> That's good. That's that's a good explanation of it. It is. I mean, I've seen some really really talented folks and some um, and a lot of a lot of really cool art. It's mm -hmm. cool. So if you're ready, we'll just kind of launch into these questions here and um, and uh, tell the people what's what, and then get moving along. Bring it on. Cool. Um, with COVID going on, are you still open? Are you open for business? I am. Well, being an artist, it's a little different. I have my studio in my own home. Uh, I'm a part-time artist in that my studio is not open full-time. I do have a day job, so I'm not that starving artist. Mm -hmm. That part is another story altogether, but my company is open. Mm -hmm. The problem that this has created, and for many artists, not just me, is most of us and majority of our income comes from festivals. So our festivals, my festivals have been canceled all the way to September. Yeah, yeah. Actually, my next one is actually in November now. Oh, wow. So, in, in a lot of it, it's just the, well, what if? I mean, we don't know that far out. Many of them are only around here canceling for a month or so. But a lot of them all the way out to November have already canceled, and that's 90% of our income. Wow. And a lot of upfront costs that the artists have to eat. Yeah. That, that is brutal. And that's, that may be something people don't really think too much about when it comes to, to artists. A lot of artists really do. They survive on the, uh, on the, the event and festival mm -hmm. 
um, um, circuit. And, and when that gets shut down, that's, that's a huge portion of income gone. Yeah. And, and even if you're not one of the festival workers, cause that, that's, that takes a lot of passion to be able to go to festivals on weekends. Um, those who do the galleries, the galleries are just to shut down. I mean, it's, it's no different. You're not going to have a gallery crawl or a gallery event in this situation. So. I'm sure galleries are going to really, 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 really start feeling the pinch because who's, who's coming to galleries, you know, uh, right. I think you're going to start seeing a lot of them shut down. Cause I know that a lot of them really run on a very shoestring budget. And, and Hickory's limited in the number the, of the public galleries they had to begin with. Mm. So it was one of those things when I heard that many of them are, have had to close their doors um, it wasn't surprising, but having volunteered for one of the local community groups that that held and, and worked an actual art gallery, I know what even a few weeks closed is going to do to them mm -hmm. because they're entirely run off the money that the volunteers or the members give. And if a, an artist doesn't bring in a profit, they can't pay for that those doors to stay open. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting few months for, I think, especially for arts and artists and I mean, well, for everybody, of course. Yeah, for everybody. It, it's not one realm. It's everybody. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's going to be strange. It's going to be strange. Hopefully a lot more people can make it through and we, you know, we can kind of band together a little bit more as a community and, um, you know, maybe get back a little bit more to that sort of thing, you know, really being reliant on each other. And that, that's something you said you're passionate about too, is yeah. uh, bringing arts into community. Yeah, I've taught for, wow, actually, I started teaching while I was still in college and, and working with communities. And many, most artists that I know have some connection with volunteering and the community organizations because art, you're an artist because you have passion and passion is one thing that you can give. So when, when the community hurts, the artists hurt, but not always financially, they hurt for the community. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, I do. I believe that a lot of artists are empaths. They're empathic and they have a tendency to, to kind of soak in the suffering of the environments that are around. Yeah. But they're also the way we can show that we can bring back joy with the artists. I mean, in little things like, you know, right now you might not be able to go out to Walmart and buy something because the stores are crowded and everything else, but you can like, you can go online and order like a little handmade piece of jewelry, or you can go online and order something small that someone has made and you can make a difference to whomever you're giving it to. And you can make a difference to the person who bought it. So it, it has, a, it touches more lives than just the recipient. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, how is, how has the shutdown changed how you look for customers or clients? Well, I, it's going to be interesting for me. I haven't focused as much in the last few years on online sales because of the mere flooding of the market for pottery. Mm. Um, and I, my stuff is very different from Catawba Valley um, style pottery. So it's, it's been one-on-one -on -one and people meeting me is my best means of sales. But now I'm going to have to push the online sales more, which at the, in the past wasn't really a, a very viable option because when you did multiple shows, maintaining a running inventory on both online and person 
was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, it's funny. We are the company I'm with. Um, we develop e-commerce websites and that's, that's always such a snafu is, is just the inventory. It's yeah. such a pain in the neck that, um, and, and when no two pieces are the same, it's not like you can go, Oh, well, I sold that one yesterday. Yeah. Oh, well it, it sold overnight online. So <laughs> yeah. Like, oh shoot, I didn't get to it fast enough. Yes, you're, you're checking your phone every 10 seconds to make sure you didn't sell it before you sell it to somebody else. Exactly. You can't double sell because what are you going to do? It's a one of a kind piece. And when a replacement takes six and eight weeks to replace because just the drying time and the processing time, it's not an easy process for pro, uh, products. So my website, my website has been focused on like 10, 15 pieces and then custom orders while my my in-person sales have been what I call my bread and butter, my unique salt shakers, my um, my basic Raku pieces. If I have mugs, I sell mugs. Um, but most of my stuff is switched over entirely to Raku, which is a technique that most people online have no knowledge about. And so unless they want to Google it, they just go, oh, that's pretty, and don't understand it. Why does it cost more than a typical piece of pottery. If I'm there, I can explain it. So I have to be more, more involved with the videos, more, more, more virtual. And while I'm not inept at technology by any means, I tell people my favorite technology is fire. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do Raku. I burn things. Yeah. So it's like, hmm. Um, but Hey, everybody likes watching things catch on fire. So. I, I will admit to liking fire a lot myself. We've got a big backyard and I burn things as often as I possibly can. So I get excited when we have extra pizza boxes. Oh yes. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> um, and actually that makes an interesting tech color technique and color act, uh, activation in the Raku process is the pizza box. The oh, oils. very cool. Really interesting. Look at there. Um, there. There's a tip. Yeah, there's a tip. And, and that might be one more thing. I, we have a large space. I've not really made my, my property public. I've invited people over when I do my events, like local artists to come and join in and see how the Raku process is. I might start doing more of that for potential customers. Invite them in, not really for a, a lot of potters have like kiln openings, but then they have hundreds of pieces pulled out. A raku, you might get 10 or 15 a, uh, at a time. That's it. Yeah. But I, I might start doing small, small um, showings along those lines. It might have to switch to that style to still be one-on-one -on -one for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. You know, and, and as far as the, the online stuff, you know, something I always say is, you know, just start it, mm -hmm. you know, it, and, and realize that the first attempts are going to be crap. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's like anything else and it's like, you know, it's like an art form, you know, you're not going to sit down and draw, you know, the most amazing nude figure. The first time you sit down and draw a nude figure, you're it's going to take time. It's going to take mm -hmm. practice. It's, um, and you know, if you look back a year in a year and you don't cringe at your very first online presentation, you're probably doing something wrong. Yeah. And I know lots of people are out there are, are stressing. Do I go Etsy? Do I do my own website? Do I do, you know, eBay, do all of these other products? I mean, I've tried all of them over the years. I, I might have to dip my toes back into one of these other big organizations like Etsy or something. Um, again, I stepped away from it because it was so flooded, mm -hmm. but 
now in this new market, it's a whole new world. It really is. It really yeah, is. And I think people it. really, they're going to need to kind of diversify across all these different platforms because, you know, like you said, it's, it's still going to be flooded and it's going to be even more saturated and flooded now that more people are going to be staying home and working from home. But, you know, if you don't put it out there, there's zero chance something will work. Yep. So yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. And, and I, I am lucky in comparison to many other potters in the area. Many of them are not as comfortable with technology. Um, I do have the background in technology. I'm enough at least. I mean, you go through art school, you have to learn basics. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can make videos. I can do all of that. But for those out there who don't have that comfort level, it's a whole nother ball. It's a whole new world for them altogether because most of them have never heard of, you know, they don't, they've never thought of having a website, let alone having, you know, social media uh, interface activity, anything like that. Yeah. So. And uh, you know, it's, it's just going to be more and more and more that way. You know, this, this, this lockdown, this current thing is one thing, but it's, it's been, it's been trending that way for years and years anyway, and it's just going to accelerate. So um, you know, it's going to be more and more difficult, I think, for people who are strictly brick and mortar or strictly offline to really make a lot of noise and especially artists. Yeah. Very, very difficult. Um, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough business. Yep. All right. Last question. What has been the best part of this whole thing? Seeing so many people connect in a different way. Um, you know, again, my other job, I, I actually, because I was considered essential personnel until recently, I was able to get out and see, see different aspects. Um, but seeing, while there's plenty out there that people don't want to see amongst the population, there's a lot of people who are stepping up. There are, there have been a lot of cancellations for shows but and while it's not required by any means, there's been a lot of these event coordinators who go, you know what, I might not be able to afford to give you your home, your money back on this, but we'll work something out for next year. Oh, and by the way, let's, let's host a social, like let's do an online virtual show. Let's do this. And it's expanding what they had available to begin with, but it's also expanding that connection because before it was that here to, I'm taking your money. I'm giving you a booth space. Now it's let's work together and make this happen as a community, not just a give me your money and I'll offer you a space. So while, while there are hardships, one thing that mankind has been good at in the past is getting together and connecting. And that's kind of what I'm starting to see at least in small communities, we got to work on getting those small communities to connect with each other now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but individual small communities are each stepping up and working together. So. Well, it, it can, and it can spread like a virus, right? And you really yes. can. Kindness can spread just like a virus too. As cheesy as that could possibly sound, right? Hey, if we can get that to be contagious, that would be amazing. Yes. That's, that's what we need to work on. Well, Jen, thank you so much. Tell us, uh, tell us, tell the people where uh, you can be found. What's the best way to get in touch with you? And, uh, well, you can, you can find me on tigersmoon.com. 
that has my website. It has links to my Facebook, which will be getting more action, hopefully, and more updates soon. Um, I will advise that actually this is my down season. Um, winter is when I, I produce and summer. And once it starts warming up is when I actually finish my pieces. So this is my firing season. Oh. Um, so all my colors are about to come out and all of my pretty pictures. Um, so, and there will be live streams throughout the month um, as it happens and just videos of me burning things, which yay! I will definitely be tuning in for the fire videos. <laughs> So yeah, if no one's ever seen Raku, it's it's a unique process of lighting things on fire, pulling them out uh, at 1900 degrees with tongs, catching them back on fire and shutting lids and watching them smolder. That so, that sounds like a terrific watch. I'm I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, well, terrific. Thank you, Jen. Um, your, uh, your links and everything will be in the show notes and, uh, in the, in the, in the posts and all that good stuff. So, um, everybody go check out Jen and support your local artist. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. Yay. Hey, Hey, hope you enjoyed this episode of the uncle Jimbo sideshow shut in series for more episodes. Be sure to visit UncleJimbo.us to see a little bit more about what I do. Uh, and what I can offer to you and other people you may know, visit designhickory.com. Otherwise, we will see you on the next one. Hope you have a lovely, Jim, healthy, happy, safe, Jim, and socially distant Jim, day. Oh, Jim, 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 it's time to begin. Ride your mechanical beast to heaven. Ride your beautiful